Middle school is not for the weak. I've been in sixth grade for 91 days. The way I see it, I'm already halfway to high school. High school is halfway to college, and college is halfway to a job. I'm almost a grown-up. Sometimes I can barely remember elementary school or that little kid at the cookie store grand opening. Hollywood middle school is changing me, but not fast enough. My pranks don't work like they did in elementary school. Pranks are for kids. In middle school, you got to step up your game. Middle school is about talent. Talent gets attention, and attention makes you famous. It seems like everyone in Hollywood middle school is on their way to being famous. Just look around this classroom. Over in the second row is Diane Clark, studying her sides. Sides are a few pages from a movie or a TV script. Diane is always reading her sides in Mr. Thomas's history class. She goes on auditions almost every day after school. By the time she was a fifth grader, Diane was already in five TV commercials, two plays, and one TV show. She's definitely going to be famous. Sitting right in front of me is James Vance. He's going to be a famous football player. How can you not be a famous football player with a name like James Vance? All he does is draw football plays on his notebook. James is really good at pretending he's taking class notes. He even looks up every now and then, nodding his head and looking closely at the board. He could be an actor too. What no one does in Mr. Thomas's history class is pay attention. Everyone is doing something else. Mr. Thomas is so in love with his history, he doesn't even notice. Currently, he's writing one more of his timelines with another bunch of really old dates. How does learning about 1540 BC help me now in 1976? We have to learn where we've come from to help us understand where we are headed, Mr. Thomas says as he keeps writing more numbers on the board. His sideburns are plastered to the sides of his head like fuzzy pork chops. I pull my harmonic out of my pocket and set it on my desk. It's a lot more interesting than Mr. Thomas's timeline. The harmonica is the best company you can keep. One day, I'm going to be a famous harmonica player. I know it. I already have my blues name, Howlin' Johnson. Muddy Waters gave it to me when he came into my cookie store. He's the greatest blues singer in the world, so he knows something about blues names. The clock on the wall gives me two minutes until the bell rings. Now's the time. This isn't a prank. Technically, it's a rehearsal before my first big performance. I mostly play harmonica in my room, at Alex's house, or in my clubhouse at the cookie store. But it's been 91 days. I gotta get serious. Sometimes, you gotta take a chance. I pick up my harmonica. My left hand holds it like a sandwich, and my right hand cups it like a baseball glove. I do my best to ignore the tingling in my fingers. Alex looks over at me, his eyes widening. He shakes his head. I nod mine. It's time. This class is about to hear what a serious blues riff sounds like. I slowly bring my shaking hands to my mouth, draw a deep breath on the left side of my harmonica, and blow. A fat chord of three low notes rolls across the classroom. I take another deep breath so I can quickly follow with a second chord. I want to get that train chugging sound. Out of the corner of my eye, I see a few kids looking at me just as Mr. Thomas whips around. Uh, now I lost my concentration and my breath. My middle school harmonica debut is cut short. Darn it, I totally flubbed it. That didn't sound like a blues riff at all. It sounded like a prank, a lame prank. 
There's the bell. I grab my backpack off my chair and stand up. What the? My harmonica clatters to the floor. I go blank for a second and quickly pick it up. There's no way I can afford to break this before my big performance. It looks okay, though. I check the engraving on the top cover plate. Blues Buddy. <laughs>